America, a podcast that takes you on a tour of the abnormal, paranormal, weirdly true, and truly weird in every corner across this nation. Because, to paraphrase Ray Parker Jr., whether it's ghosts, aliens, monsters, or monstrous humans, there's something strange in your neighborhoods. I feel like I said Roy Parker Jr., but yeah, I kind of did. Ray Parker Jr. from the uh, Ghostbusters theme song, of course. Uh, who am I? Uh, I'm Aaron Sagers. I'm one half of this hosting uh, team, and you might know me from a bunch of shows talking about ghosts, weird things, paranormal caught on camera on Travel Channel. Currently, one of the panelists on there, paranormal paparazzi, portals to hell, paranormal lockdown, evidence revealed. Uh, and of course, ParanormalPopCulture.com, journalist, nerd, that's me. Uh, who are you? I'm Britt. I am the other half of this podcasting duo. You know me from shopping malls near you, having been a retail manager and a true crime fangirl. Um, yeah. Yeah. I never know what to do after I introduce myself. I don't know. I just want to call out, um, because I know it's going to annoy Britt. There's the sound of ice ah! in my glass right now. And I'm going to be, because uh, I made a delightful cocktail, a tiki cocktail. Those of you that know me know that uh, I'm a big fan of tiki drinks. I made a Suffering Bastard, uh, an old school tiki recipe. And I made you one too. I also it's made delicious. you a Singapore Sling earlier today. Which do you like more, the Singapore Sling or the Suffering Bastard? I think I like the Suffering Bastard. And I'm yeah. a Suffering Bastard listening to the ice shuffle near the microphone. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know why I said yeah. I don't know. That was like so creepy. (laughs) No, that'd be. But I would like to apologize to anyone who, like me, has that phobia of the sound of people chewing, because I know how annoying that is on podcasts, and I've made it made him aware that this is a phobia that's quite common. But alas, I'm sorry. Is it a phobia or like a pet peeve? No, it's like there's there's a name for it. Like you're afraid of it. Yes. Well, it's a good podcast for it because we're talking about scary things. Misophonia. Right. Why noisy eating can be so anger-inducing. <laughs> so it's inducing anger. It, it, do, it actually does. Like, yeah. if people chew chips in my ear, I get really angry. I have to warn my employees, like, you cannot chew near me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. 
Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So hey guys. So this is more than just a, a podcast about weird things, paranormal, true crime. It's also like a therapy session for Brit, who <laughs> is has issues with chewing. Um, so uh, and I is guess... in between therapists right now. <laughs> yeah, right. So things could get really interesting in here. Um, so why why are we doing this? What what's the deal? Um, I will say that in our various conversations at uh, drinking establishments and over uh, dinners and all that, we both have an interest in all things weird. Uh, I definitely gravitate more towards the paranormal, the supernatural, the weird, the odd, the obscure, and also the very nerdy on the pop culture spectrum. And you... Love true crime. Right. That's definitely more of your jam. Yeah. I, I enjoy it too. It's just like, you definitely, that that's your thing. Yeah. Um, and also, like, there's a lot of people, a lot of paranormal podcasts out there, a lot of true crime podcasts out there. And a lot of the paranormal ones... Well, the I guess a lot of TV shows, anyhow, tend to be dominated by men of a certain age, and definitely uh, predominantly white, and it's a bit boring when everybody just looks the same and sounds the same and has the same life experience. So, so we're gonna shake things up. We're gonna shake things and up. And here I am. Here you are to shake things up. Uh, you know, someone that's younger that's coming in with. A uh, whole different perspective. Yeah, but I'm with an old white man, so that it's not so shocking to people. I systems. think it's debatable whether I'm. <laughs> I am white. I'm more of a probably man child. True. And old. Uh, older You're than not you, old. But I'm youthful in spirit. You are very youthful in spirit. Says yeah. the man with two lightsabers on his dresser. Yeah. Well, they're only on the dresser because I haven't mounted them yet, but I do have <laughs> two custom lightsabers from Sabi's workshop at Galaxy's Edge. I don't know uh, what any of Disney. this is. It's, just, it's like the Star Wars lamp. I've never seen a Star Wars. I know you don't. And it just makes me... That's... What's the... Your phobia is ice chewing. Mine is like... <laughs> actually, I don't mind the fact that you haven't seen Star Wars. Except I kind of do. Like... <laughs> If, Maybe if that'll was, be bonus content look, for the if, Patreon. If it was Star Wars alone that you hadn't seen, but you haven't seen Ghostbusters, Goonies, Indiana Jones, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Never. Jaws? Uh, yes, I saw Jaws, Jaws like three years ago. Okay. So, all right. Well, that's good. Um, so, Close Encounters of Third Kind? Nope. No. All right. So, Star Wars My brother-in-law is so upset right now, too. I think the world is upset <laughs> right now. Not seeing... Uh, one of those things nope. is acceptable. I'm so sorry. That's all right. Well, we can move on. We could talk about other things. Today. Well, that's going to be the bonus content for the Patreon. What having you watch? Yeah, watching me watch those shows. Okay, sure. <laughs> I I'm I'm down with that. I'm always up for a reason to to rewatch those things. So, uh, have you ever been on a cruise ship? Yes. Yeah. Uh, frequently. So the most known one which you probably know this about me when my family moved from europe to america in 
what year was that? 2004, 2003. We came across on a boat in 2003. Yeah, how long did that journey <laughs> take? Like you? a, like maybe a full week, I think. Yeah. Uh, um, we landed in Canada. Uh, it was actually really fun. It was the QE2, the Queen Elizabeth II. Right. Uh, but we've been on many boats. I've been very lucky to have done that. I realized like how dickish it sounded when I just said we've been on many boats. Um, but I've done an Alaskan cruise, two Caribbean cruises, and a Mediterranean cruise. When how about I, you? I, you grew up in Florida, so you're always around boats. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. I, I've been on a lot of boats on uh, in the ocean, lakes. All that good stuff. Um, but when I was early on in my journalist career, I was doing a lot of travel writing, and there was a stretch of time where I was on sort of the the new, uh, the newest world's largest boat kind of thing every every season. So whatever company would come out with like you know mm. we, we have the brand new ship that we're unveiling, cruise ship, Carnival, uh, yeah, and Caribbean, like, and um. And so I would be lucky enough to go on a lot of these press cruises, and uh, it was it was fun because it was like these short cruises, and thankfully, you know, I didn't have to pay for anything. It was a press trip. Do you um, have a favorite cruise line that you've been on? Yeah, uh, but I'm not saying their name until they start advertising on this thing. Can you whisper it to me? Uh. Well, then we have a microphone. People okay. can still hear it, I think. But um, can you tell me? I will say. Then so I can edit it out. Listen, the, I don't want to be long-winded, but I want to tell this story. <laughs> um, there was this time that uh, I was on a cruise line with my ex, and there was a performer playing. I won't say his name. Um, and the he was on the for the unveiling of the ship, right? So and it's a performer was, we would know. It's 90s, not like... sort of 90s pop singer, right? Sugar Ray. No, it was not <laughs> Sugar Ray. Um, and so my ex and I were like, hey, let's get out of here. Let's ditch this. Like, nothing wrong with the person. Just didn't want to stick around for the live concert. And on the way out, out of the, the big, like, uh, concert hall where this person was performing, we ran into the performer's agent. He's like, oh, you're you're a member of the media, right? You're here on the press cruise. I'm like, yeah, yeah. He's like, oh, where, where, where are you guys going? I'm like, oh, uh, uh, you know, really wish we could stick around for the performance. Just like, uh, yeah, I don't know. We what have excuse. a massage appointment. I don't know what excuse it was. This was at night, so this oh. was like all that was. It was like bars, clubs, and then this performance. We're going at this to the point. all-you-can-eat dessert buffet. Right. Yeah. Like, there's a hell of a soft serve machine. Oh, cruise ships have the best soft oh, serve oh, machines. Oh, they do. Uh, I don't even like ice cream, and I like a cruise ship soft serve machine. Yeah? Did not know that about you. You know I don't like ice cream. I didn't know that you had a fondness for soft serve oh, machines. Oh, yeah, I do. Like, anyhow, so he's like, oh, uh, hey, no problem, no problem. Uh, well, you know, if you guys are going back to your room, you want uh, the, the guy, the performer, who's Sugar not going to say, not Sugar Ray, <laughs> To come by your, Where's uh, agent your from? state room later. I don't know. He's, What's this accent? Based on this accent, he's he's from a lot of different locations. <laughs> it seems to be shifting. And we're like, no, no, it's it's cool, it's cool. Like, uh, yeah, yeah, no, I like at Epic. We see this guy, uh, you know, have him, you know, say hi to you guys. Oh my gosh. And uh, we're like, well, you know, we're very tired. Maybe we'll be in bed. Anyhow, so cut to the end. So of you the had night. a threesome with sugar, right? <laughs> yes. You, I've told you this story. <laughs> uh, no. No, not that Sugar Ray. Um, and 
go back to our stateroom at the end of the night. And apparently, I don't know, somehow this guy gained access to our room because <gasps> there was an autographed CD, like, personalized. Oh, in I thought the he was going to be, like, sitting on your bed. Oh, naked, like, yeah. uh, <laughs> like with just, like, one of those uh, towel sculptures yes, over, yes, his, yes. over his junk. Oh, I love a good towel I, sculpture. I do prefer that ending of the story, which would have been extra creepy. Just a weird thing that there is, like, a CD waiting for us in the room, like, signed by him. Um, but. Anyhow, I'm sure it was just the maid, but we're 11 minutes into this. We haven't talk, <laughs> talked about weird stuff. But Hi, this paranormal. is the Nightmarica podcast. Yeah. I'm Britt, that's Aaron, and today we're talking about boats. Yes, that was a long segue. We're talking about boats uh, and weird things that have happened on boats. And, you know, it, uh, as far as the paranormal element of it, uh, water a lot of times is associated with sort of energy, conducting energy, mm-hmm. uh, and of course, trans, you know, transportation across the sea is nothing new, goes back, you know, millennia, a lot of stories, mermaids, odd creatures, things like that, uh, and, and then there's a whole lot of ghost ship stories out there, a whole lot of them. Like the movie so many Ghost good Ship. Ones. Like the movie Ghost Ship. Um, so many good ones. Uh, that I wish we could talk about all of them today. But, However. But, no. Um, so, last uh, episode, we did a like, true crime story and a ghost story. So, I decided to go in a different direction this this time. Um, I'm, I'm going to start. Uh, and I have a sea monster story <gasps> for you. Great! Yeah. Um, and what's cool is, like, this is actually... Uh, it's not new, but it's not ancient either. Uh, this goes back to 1918 and World War One. Uh, German submarines were prowling the waters of the Atlantic. They were devastating weapons. These vessels, um, you know, very scary, very effective, very good about, uh, you know, attacking, uh, going unnoticed, and going on the attack and destroying. Um, the uh, the the forces the the British forces I guess that were on the waters, um, so these U-boats were uh, highly feared. But then there was UB eighty-five, April thirtieth, nineteen eighteen. This German submarine, um, a British vessel comes across this uh, this submarine that's just floating above water. It's not underwater. Um, and what happens is the crew, they come upon it, they fire upon it, submarine begins to sink, apparently, not any attempt to retaliate, um, the crew surrenders right away without fighting, without trying to retaliate, uh, crew to Brit- of the crew of the British ship is obviously somewhat confused, why? Why do these guys not even try to fight us? These U-boats are quite powerful, um... U-boat could have launched a torpedo at the British vessel. Didn't do it. Hmm. Uh, Instead, Germans come on board, um, and the captain of the U-boat was questioned. And this is sort of where the story gets weird. Uh, Captain Gunter Kreck. Amazing. I don't know if that's actually how you pronounce it, but we're going with that. I think it sounds right. Um he reported that the ba- the submarine had surfaced during the night um, to recharge batteries, I guess, and they were hit by this violent uh, force, and 
some of the crew members went out to investigate and saw a strange beast that had erupted from the cold, dark water and started clambering up the side of the ship, uh, started jostling the submarine back and forth. Um, How big was su- it? Supposedly enormous. But with a small head and <laughs> large eyes. Um, and uh, according to MysteriousUniverse.org, which is a great website, uh, the beast was described, quote, as being enormous with a small head with large eyes deeply set and a horned skull and a large mouth with sharp teeth that glinted in the moonlight. Wow. I like that kind of description. I do, too. too. It's I picture uh, it. The... Uh, so this thing's, you know, attacking the ship, uh, and the crew that's above the ship is just like they have sidearms. They're just firing on this thing, uh, you know, and apparently successful enough that the monster relinquished its iron grip, after which it disappeared in the black sea. It's ultimately wow. unknown. Um, well, what happens is uh, the ship was. Too damaged to continue, mm. and then of course, when the British vessel had come along and fired on it, it sunk the ship, and um, and 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 that's the basic story. But wait, there's more. Oh yay! Um, there are other stories of uh, of U-boats being attacked by sea monsters. Now, it's very dodgy. Um, this story was popularized in 2005 on the internet. Um, and there's a lot of question about where this story actually comes from. It's not really documented in Navy logs. And I actually think for probably good reason, there's uh, would be a lot of uh, reasons to not talk about this. Or maybe, you know, these seafaring soldiers wanted a good yarn. So, you know, they were around the fire in the 1920s and just came up with this one. Um, So it could be fabricated. There is not a lot of hard evidence to back this up. But like I said, it's not the only supposed meeting of a sea monster and a submarine to come out of World War I. There was another one from 1915. But... The thing that I find interesting, just to wrap this up, is in 2016, um, the possible wreckage of UB-85 was <gasps> discovered. Oh! And, Do we have pictures? Um, there's like sort of a, a quote-unquote multi-beam view of the wreck underwater. It's like a, a seabed cool. image of it. This was found off the coast of Scotland. Um and you know there's a lot of people that says this was just something that was either an old seaman yarn or um that it was just the product of the internet from 2005 but there's other people that say like you know this kind of meshes even if you especially maybe if you believe in sort of the um the uh the uh stories of loch ness monster who doesn't you know, even though she's not in the ocean, she's in a lock. Um, otherwise, she'd be the ocean nest monster, <laughs> I guess. Um, but uh, the, these stories are out there um, and uh, haven't been able to find out 
if they ever decided what the deal was with uh, UB-85, if, you know, there's giant claw makes or whatever. Yeah, but, that's what I'm curious about. But, um, you know, it is interesting that they did find some of the wreckage of this, this ship. So we at least know that that part's true. Yeah. The UB-85 is a popular story, popular paranormal story, and, uh, and it went underwater. And it was popular enough that it's one of those stories that has been repeated um, even by credible journalists and newspapers and things like that so whether or not it's true i don't know what do you think do you believe in sea monsters you... i i do believe in sea monsters i believe in loch ness um i just do you believe in loch ness now or you believe that because there's a lot of people that say loch ness is nessie is probably dead now <gasps> i didn't know well it's i don't know that it's fact it's just it's a uh you know the uh i'm i, I I think your your exclamation has woken. I know. I think young Indiana. The I dog. wake the dogs. She's like, "What? What? Nessie's dead? Yeah. Nessie's, no. Nessie's I, stuck in a in the lock, I, girl. <laughs> I did not know that they thought she was dead. That's really sad. No, I just think that there's a whole lot out there in the world. Who are we to say if it's true or not? I think it's. I mean, well, one thing is for certain. The stories of like giant. Uh, squids, yes. which have been proven uh, true. Like, we did find out that, you know, giant squids do exist, so... It makes um, me think of your friend's cool art. Oh, yeah. We um, can post a picture. Aaron's friend does this really incredible, like, leather work art of yeah, sea monsters. Liam Damon is... Um, he does a lot of things. This is called... the That one's called the Lovecraftian creature. Um, like H.P. Uh, Lovecraft? Yeah. Ah. Um, but yeah, we'll post a picture of that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's the, the ocean is deep and vast, it, you know, things could hide out there that, that would not surprise me. I, I find it actually not even all that paranormal, um, maybe unexplained, but not quite paranormal. Uh, so have you ever seen anything in the water that was somewhat mysterious or anything no. odd? No. I've, I mean, I grew up in Florida, so there was always like weird stuff. And the waters, you know, things that were probably explainable, but still just weird, odd. Yeah. Nightmerica is brought to you by Manscaped. And to talk about the men's grooming kits, we have one of its fiercest fans, Mr. Lawrence Talbot, an actual werewolf from London. Right, love. Cheers for having me on, although I prefer lycanthrope. The whole WW word is a bit unseemly. Although... I should also note I have been an American citizen for a while now. Ah, so that would explain that almost indistinguishable British accent. Anyhow, Larry, I'm surprised you're in wolf form even though there's not a full moon elf. That's right. Well, I used to view my condition as a bit of a curse, what with all the hair everywhere. But with the Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0 and its durable skin-safe ceramic blade, which has small teeth, unlike myself, I can be quite the dapper wolf with my crown jewels, if you will, remaining secure. Now I actually prefer to stay in wolf form permanently. Pardon me for saying so, but you have a lot of hair. It must take you forever to groom. Most certainly. It takes quite a bit of time. Thankfully, the lawnmower 3.0 holds a 90-minute charge, so I've all the time in the world. And with the built-in LED light, I can even see on a moonless night as I 
as I trim my... my dolly bits, my undercarriage, my John Thomas. Right, right, we get it. Wolfman's got nards. And with Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0's waterproof technology, you can even clean up in the moors on a rainy English or American night. It's perfectly splendid, isn't it? And speaking of moors, I still do enjoy taking a bite out of the occasional backpacker. But with the Crop Preserver Bowl deodorant and Crop Reviver Ball Spray toner, any passers-by that comes close will only smell the aroma of the freshest dangly bits. But don't take our word for it. Or even that of a gentleman lycanthrope. Because with the code NIGHTMERICA, you can get 20% off a Manscaped order and receive free shipping. Head to manscaped.com and enter code NIGHTMERICA and you can check out their anti-chafing boxer briefs, weed whacker nose hair trimmer, and crop cleanser hair and body wash. All from... Wolf Manscaped. No, only from Manscaped. Manscaped. The right tools for the job. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Um, well, do you have a story? I do have a story, and my story is of something that ends up in the water, maybe? Something that ends up in the water, maybe. Maybe. So, I'm excited to tell my story because it actually is one of the very first ever episodes of Dateline that I remember watching. Okay. Not about, like, a kraken or a kraken-type creature or anything like that. No. This is the disappearance of george allen smith the fourth okay so this originally aired on dateline nbc in september 2005 um and as i said earlier we moved to america in like 2003 so by this time like i was starting to get into like dateline and uh, the wonders of american television as all Young girls. As all young girls do, we love to watch Keith Morrison's leathery, delicious face lean against some sort of weird fence in the middle of nowhere. Um, this story was not told by my You were the popular girl. <laughs> I could not have been less popular. Um, this story was not told by my beloved Keith Morrison. This was told by Dennis Murphy, another equally great host of um, 
Dateline. Um, I got most of my sources from this episode, um, but I also got from a really great Vanity Fair article by Brian Burrow and then a local Connecticut newspaper called News Times and an article by David Hennessy. Um, so Jennifer Hagel and George Allen Smith IV, such a regal name, um, they were married in June 2005 at 26 years old. And for their honeymoon, took a cruise on Royal Caribbean's Brilliance of the Seas, which maybe you were on, having it be one of those giant ships. Um, It was a 12-day Mediterranean cruise. So the couple boarded in Barcelona on June 29th. It was four days after their wedding. Um, And they picked a cabin with a balcony, so beautiful. Um, And friends say it truly was like a perfect match for each other. Like in my words, they were both kind of bros. Like they loved to party. They were big drinkers. They both were super athletic. Um, So it just was like a very happy marriage to start off their their trip. Mm -hmm. Um, So if you've been on a cruise before, as you have, you know that you kind of befriend people in your age group on cruise ships um, and the Smiths were no different. They befriended um, three boys who were Russian Americans and they were called the Russians. They were vacationing with their families. Um, And they also befriended this boy from California named Josh. All of these guys were like in their early twenties. So they're young, but I mean, this couple's young, they're 26. Um, So for the night in question, July 5th, the couple is boozing it up around the ship. Casino, disco, like just having a party rock lifestyle, which is so foreign to me. Um, and this, this, so this night though, there's like two tellings of the story. Mm-hmm. The first being Josh and his interview with police. So he told police that the bar closed at 3.30 and him and the Russians all had to help carry George down to their room because he was so hammered. He couldn't get there himself. Um, they, Josh claims that they entered the room at 4am, left George, went back to the Russians, ordered room service in their room and the food arrives at 4.30. And that's that. However, the man that lived in the room neighboring the Smiths woke up at 4 a.m. and had 15 minutes of loud voices and arguing in the room wake him up out of a deep sleep. And let me tell you, as someone who has called the cops on their neighbors for being loud at inappropriate hours of the night, I totally side with this guy. Um, the guy hears voices in the hallway after that, so around like 4.15, and he opens the door to see three young men walking in the hallway. Um, But he's like, whatever, I'm just going to leave it. I'm not going to put up a fight. Goes to bed and still hears people moving around the Smith's room. So as Josh said, he and the Russians helped bring George in the room. So the guy in the neighboring room sees three guys down the hallway. That means George and one other guy are still in that room. Um, so he hears them kind of moving around at 420. He hears the metal chairs on the balcony moving. Mm -hmm. And then what he says sounded like a horrible thud. All right. Now it's the morning of July 6th. A vacationer two decks below the Smith's room steps out at 7 a.m. to take in this beautiful Mediterranean view and sees a giant blood stain 
on the overhang that's protecting the lifeboats. Okay. Which, like, ugh. Like, imagine seeing that. Immediately she calls security. They come. They search searching everywhere. They find Jennifer at the spa, who's in the same outfit as the night before. Um, but George isn't found anywhere on the ship. And later that day, they make the announcement that he has fallen overboard. I need to come to Jennifer's defense in this moment. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of people are going to hear that she was at the spa and be real judgy judgy about it. But she says she woke up at 8 a.m. in the room and George wasn't there. But they're partiers. So for her, like, that's not a big deal for him to have been partying elsewhere in the ship and, like, fallen asleep on the couch. Yeah, maybe be annoyed that, like, I can't believe he hasn't come home. Yes. uh, But she's, like, not going to call security. They had a standing appointment for a couple's massage that morning. So she's like, whatever, I'll just meet him at the spa. He'll probably be there. So, like, let's not get real judgy about Jennifer right now. Um, so the security is in. The FBI and Turkish police are now involved because George is missing. Um, they watch all the security footage and they find out that Jennifer left the disco alone to go to her room before all the guys left. Mm-hmm. But she was so drunk she got lost And at 5 a.m., she was found by a janitor in a hallway and was put in a wheel. She was asleep. She was asleep asleep in a hallway, was found by a janitor, and, like, he got a wheelchair, wheels her to their room, and, like, puts her to bed. And he says no one was in the room, and the bed was made. Like, no one's... The Mm -hmm. towel animal was probably still in the bed. Like, no one had been in there. So, what happened? Where's George? He wasn't in the room. Now he's gone. Um, Jennifer was like investigated for his disappearance, but was not ever named a suspect. Um, George's parents also don't believe that it was an accident. He, they truly believe that it was a murder. Um, I mean, there was this blood, there's this blood splatter. So in my opinion, I think Josh knows more than he's letting on. The kid's only 21. So, like, I feel for him. He was panicked when he was telling the story. However, the cruise line has no documented order of the boys' room service order, mm-hmm. which is highly suspicious. Um, and the Smith's family lawyer also found a video of the boys filming themselves talking about George's death. And in the video, one of the boys, like, flashes gang signs and is like, I told you I was gangsta. Like, what? If you didn't do it, that's really gross. But, like, well, it's so, it's just so icky. But if you did do it, why would you be Why would you it? be, yeah. It's just, the, the whole thing is suspicious. So what I think happened is that maybe they were all just so drunk. I mean, it said in one of the articles that they were doing shots of absinthe at the bar if he's so drunk, the Russian boys go back to their room. Josh and him are hanging out and they're sitting on the balcony, probably smoking. And like a wind comes or he's George is sitting on the balcony. Wait, hold on. Let me stop you at the wind. (laughs) Well, like George is sitting on a balcony and a wind comes and he falls over. How powerful is this wind? I don't know. I'm just saying. Like, I, I think, I believe it, was, it could be an accident. I was with you until the wind. <laughs> but 
I mean, I do think. I think he could have just fallen over by accident and Josh got scared. I mean, I think that that's possible. And also the thing with like cruise ships is like, I mean, and I think this applies to a lot of things like, but people are on vacation and people act stupid on Uh vacation. They think that just because they're on vacation suddenly. Oh my God. The boys I have made out with on cruise ships. Okay. Regrets. Regrets. It's not really where I was going with that. (laughs) Well, we're talking about being stupid on a cruise ship. More like I think there's a false (laughs) sense of security that when people are on vacation, you know, they think nothing can touch them. It's not just on cruise ships. It's it's everywhere. Like, you know, people set their wallet down and aren't paying attention because they think everything's safe and whatever. And on a cruise ship, it's like confined. It's like this self-contained city, floating city. So you think like, oh, okay. And and reasonably so. Even if she woke up that morning and didn't see her husband, you know, she may have been pissed, but, like, whatever. He's on the ship somewhere. Yeah. And yet, the thing you forget is, like, oh, it's so easy to essentially Just fall, fall over. over. Especially if you're drunk and stupid. Exactly. You know? Which is kind of what I think is what happened. Like, they're being dumb. He falls over. Josh got scared. Didn't want to say because he didn't want to get caught up in something. But, you know, there's also the element, now, I'm not a lawyer, but, um, hello, doggy. Uh, the dog is back in, in the picture. Um, not a lawyer, but also, you know, I think that cruise ships, uh, it seems like, you know, when they're out there, they, they can, they are supposed to follow certain rules, certain laws, but like, you know, it's, it's essentially their, you know. What am I trying to say? I think there was probably some opportunity for some companies to play fast and loose with uh, laws, probably, while they're out on the oceans. Could be. From the research that I've done, it sounded like Royal Caribbean handled it really well. I'm not saying Royal Caribbean didn't. No, I know you're not. No, I know you're not. I mean, that's the thing. It's like sea laws, like, whatever. You know, it's freedom. Yeah. But Royal Caribbean. I've watched Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> I, I know that it's like a whole, you know. It sounds like Royal Caribbean handled it super well. They immediately got the FBI involved, local police. They handed over every single security footage. I mean, that's how they found out Jennifer was like wandering the halls. Like they weren't hiding anything. Yeah. So they left the blood stain there for a, a while. Lot of disappearances from yeah. cruise ships and then just off of boats. Uh, whatsoever. I mean, like, the whole Natalie Wood story is, like, a whole other one that we can get into at some point. Yep. Um, but, uh, yeah, interesting. Um, so you think, you're, you're thinking just sort of... I think it was a sad accident. Sad accident. Too much booze. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I... Don't drink too much booze, guys. Well, especially, you know, not on a cruise ship and, uh, you know, where you're gonna fall off plunge to your watery grave uh i want to end with a, a quick one. Oh, great um and it's just from the queen mary which is no hey, longer great. no longer a seafaring vessel um it is now a hotel and a uh event space and it is docked in california and not so long ago um i was there for a paranormal event a speaking gig it was and like when we first met. It is shortly after we first met. And I went out there 
I had big plans to be out there early and spend all day, a free day, on the ship. Instead, I got delayed for like six hours or more. Whoops. Got into, um, into on into my room like very late at night, which was essentially, I think, like five a.m. New York mm. time. Um, all I wanted to do was crash, fall asleep. Uh, even though it was a, a lovely room. I lay in my bed and close my eyes, and after a couple minutes, I feel <gasps> the king size bed. I feel the sheet next to me lift, and a weight kind of slip into the bed next to me. And it felt like it's not the first time something got in bed to with this. you. <laughs> not the first time something got in bed with me. Um, <laughs> but uh, I felt things like a weight a pressure on beds before wow. but this the the feeling of it is very distinct you just know it you just sense it it feels like something laying next to you and <laughs> i was just so annoyed by it because <laughs> all i wanted to do was pass out because i was uh so tired even though i was happy to be on the queen mary so tired um and i just remember saying out loud like not now. Just bad timing. Like, <laughs> leave me alone. Um, and then a moment later, just this sense of, like, it dissipated. And the sheet calmed back down. Wow. And So do you sleep. think it came to you because you were so tired it opened you up to being more, like, aware or susceptible to that kind of energy? Uh, I mean, it's a good question. I mean, like, overall, I would say that... I'm pretty open to things because part of my job involves so much talking about the You're a professional ghost hunter. I'm not a ghost hunter. I don't say but ghost But I mean hunter. like I'm a paranormal. I, I'm involved. I'm a journalist, you yeah. know, um, and a researcher and a writer. But, uh, but, you know, certainly I do pursue these things. So I think I'm already open to the possibility of a lot of it. Um, and that tunes you in on some level, I believe. But it's also a place that is, you know, has a lot of potential activity. So, and as far as sleepiness, yeah. And there's a lot of theories that when you're sleepy, like you do, tend to be a little bit more, well, not just sleepy, but like when you're asleep. The they say what, 3 a.m. is the like witching hour? Yes. Yeah. yeah. There's a lot of stories about it, but it's also, you know when most of us are asleep yeah you know we're at our calmest some people say it's like the opposite of the uh, trinity or the opposite mm. of the time that uh jesus was crucified so it's like a time when evil kind of moves about i tend to think it's just a time where things are kind of more quiet yeah in the world. i get creeped out when i wake up at 3 a.m and like have to go to the bathroom i'm like oh, i don't want to it's creepy well maybe stop drinking water so close to going to bed so yeah. you don't have to wake up and pee at 3 a.m i know i try to cut it off at like nine at night yeah but it's hard i get thirsty i'm sorry <laughs> i'm sorry about your... i'm glad we're talking about your bladder <laughs> and i'm i'm the older person in this between this duo you know in the mall allows me to sleep throughout the night in the so. mall episode we talk about my bladder issues too maybe this is this, something i need to see a doctor about i'm thinking so i'm thinking wow it might come to that uh 
so yeah so anyhow so I, that happened on the queen mary it's a great boat if you ever get a chance definitely check it out i mean i've been on the qe2 yeah um similar yeah very similar this i i'm i'm so enchanted by those like types of mm-hmm. Old ocean liners vessels. yeah yeah um and uh like the queen mary itself like was also in service in world war ii as like uh wow i didn't know that yeah it was um are there like ghosts of the like the yeah, navy men well in theory um yeah uh they were, I believe it was called the Grey Ghost at one point, um, because it moved so fast. It was used mm. to ferry troops back and forth. Um, and uh, there was a point when they, I, I don't know if the Queen Mary hit a mine or the another ship that they were traveling with hit a, a mine in the water. Um, and uh, th- it caused damage to the Queen Mary and... Um, but they had to continue going, which means they had to leave behind that other ship. And oh. people were, because it was so important for them to carry the, yeah. the, the you know, people that were on board. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's supposedly haunted by that as well. I, I investigated the that area of the ship um, as part of this event. So it's a, it's a gorgeous, gorgeous vessel. Um, I highly recommend checking it out. I will. And so, anyhow. Cool. Um, boats. Boats. We were on a boat in today's yep. episode. Um, and uh, Thanks yeah. for listening, guys. Yes. If you want to follow us, you can do so at Nightmerica Podcast on Instagram. If you have a exciting story, footage, photo to share... Um, you can send that to nightmericashow at gmail.com. Or if you want to help sponsor us, uh, you can do that at Patreon at night. Nope. You can do that at patreon.com slash nightmerica. Yeah, and you can tell by my jingling ice that I'm <sighs> running out of my... I'm so sorry, everybody. bastard. Uh, no, uh, I think that people... They don't want to hear the ice. With the fact that I, my drink, my cocktail has reached an end. And not only has my cocktail reached an end, this episode has. So, yes, email us with odd tales, urban legends, sightings, true crimes, uh, tips, all that good stuff. And, hey, why not some tiki recipes, too, if you would like to pass those along. Or give us feedback if you don't want to hear the ice on the episode. Yes, you can also give us feedback on that if you don't want to hear the ice in the episode, if that is what is bothering you about this. Uh, So, thank you for joining us. We hope that you join us for another episode coming up at some point soon. And wherever you find this podcast, we hope we find you on another episode of Nightmare.
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.